Welcome to the Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida podcast with your host, Tim Whittemore and Stephanie Durham with the Whittemore Group. From your morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live on the beautiful Emerald Coast. familiar with Destin, where is it? Well, it's smack dab right in the middle of the Emerald Coast. If you look at Pensacola and Panama City and here in Northwest Florida, it's pretty much right there in the center. It's where most people come to vacation when they come down here. If they're not going to Panama City Beach or they're not going to Pensacola Beach, you come right out here to beautiful Destin. Destin's got a population of 13,702 as per niche.com. And this area is best known for, well, it's the luckiest fishing village. <laughs> uh, strangely enough, when it comes to Destin, that it was just a fishing village and then tourism just kind of uh, took hold and man, it is what it is today. Uh, they're best known for those white, sandy, gorgeous beaches. Of course, you got Crab Island if you got a boat to go out there. And of course, boating all throughout here, snorkeling, all the water activities that you'd want to do. The food, especially seafood out here is pretty amazing. Of course, the vacation atmosphere, and I could go on and on and on, but probably you're watching this video because you've already decided to move here. So Tim, what do we need to do uh, prior to, to trying to purchase something here in Destin? Well, number one on our list is please <laughs> reach out to a lender, reach out to your bank, credit union, get pre-approved, or if you're not pre-approved to get a loan and you have cash on hand, make sure that you have proof that you've got the cash on hand, right? So we call that a uh, proof of funds letter here in the industry. Basically, the reason we want you to do this is that you know your numbers first. We hate for you to go out and say you're looking for a condo out here in Destin and you're looking at $400,000, $500,000 if you're curious here in uh, 2022, the average sales price of a single family home in Destin is $515,000. Okay. Condos are a little bit lower, but it depends on what you're getting. And of course, you got to consider HOA fees. But in any case, we'll just continue our scenario. We say that we find something around 500 and you've been looking, you get really, really emotionally like oh, excited about it. You get out, you see the house, you put in an offer, and then you finally apply for the loan and realize that you can't afford it. It's just emotionally debilitating. It's not just for you guys. It's also for us that represent you. <laughs> I, as a young and inexperienced real estate agent, had gone through this. So please live vicariously through me and uh, please make sure you know your numbers prior to going out and either investing or uh, looking for your next primary or secondary home or condo. <laughs> Number two is you're gonna wanna have funds on hand for costs outside the sales price. So again, we'll take the scenario of 500,000. Are you putting down a down payment? Okay, if this is your primary home, is it a conventional home? Are you doing a, are you a veteran and have a VA? Are you using FHA that requires 3.5% down? 
what do you have enough for your down payment? I can tell you right now that if you're looking for an investment, secondary property that won't be a secondary home, right? Uh, that you're gonna need 20 to 25% down for that. So make sure that you have that on hand. If it is your uh, primary home, you could as low as 5%. And of course, if you're a VA, it's as low as 0%, which is pretty awesome for our veterans. Just know that you are gonna have to get inspections. If you purchased a home or a vacation property in another state, I've been licensed in two others, or in another place of Florida, I can tell you from experience that is absolutely different. <laughs> uh, the inspection costs will depend upon what sort of property that you're looking into, but know that you will spend anywhere from as little as $300 on your inspection, all the way up to almost $1,000 in inspections, depending on who you go with. Okay, but the average is going to be somewhere around five to six, seven hundred dollars, depending. EMD, earnest money deposit. This is all this is is good faith money to say, hey, I'm serious with this contract. At least in our area of Florida, EMD is not due with an offer. It's due on the acceptance of an offer within typically three days. Right now in 2022, it's typically about one percent of the purchase price that you'll need to have. So $5,000 in this scenario. Most agents, to include myself, write a contract or rather an offer that is going to take that $5,000 and be ducted, deducted from your closing cost. Okay. One other thing too that you'll need to be aware of is that our, our market is incredibly competitive. Incredibly competitive. And with that being said, there are a lot of times that, that you'll go in to offer on a property of some sort and there's somebody else or somebody else's, I'm not sure is a word, uh, that, that is also offering at the same time. Here, we never know what those other offers are. So a lot of times it's like, hey, put your best foot forward. What are you willing to offer? So we do, hey, we'll, we'll do an escalation clause that says, hey, we'll pay thousand dollars over any competing offer not to exceed whatever your max is right and then we know as listing agents that hey this isn't uh, necessarily going to appraise that so what else are we going to do how are we going to cover the gap so what we do is we have an appraisal gap appraisal gap could be hey if it appraises for this amount I'm actually going to pay a little bit more at closing to kind of fill that gap in somewhere like 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, whatever that is. So just keep that in the back of your mind as, as you are moving forward and getting prepared to be a buyer in this market. Okay, that wasn't enough info, let's keep going. Number three, have a firm understanding of the current state of the market. Now we are talking about this now, and as the recording of this video is in April of 2022, I can almost guarantee that if you're watching it anytime after April, that things have changed. <laughs> so I could give you what's going on now, but it could change a couple of months and I, I'm pretty sure that it is because it's been, it's been moving very fast of what's going on. So big part is, is know what the process looks like for your type of property. So if you're looking for a vacation rental, it's going to be very different than if you're looking for a single family home in the Destin area, right? Uh, if you're looking for an investment property, multifamily, commercial, all those things are going to be way, way different depending on what you're looking at. 
Those markets are pretty similar, but there are some small nuances that you'll need to know moving forward. Who are you competing with? Are you competing with investors or are you competing with somebody that's got a really big emotional feel to this that is buying it for the primary purposes? Okay, those are some things. If you're an investor, well, most of you, if you're purchasing property, are investing, right? Uh, what is the purpose that you're after? Are you after a return on investment or ROI? Is it cash flow that you're worried about? Or is it appreciation? Is there an appreciation goal that you're looking at? Is it a cap rate, capitalization rate that you're after? These are some things that you need to figure out prior to getting your head around what you're going to offer for a specific type of property. So talk to your real estate professional and make sure that they understand your goals up front. Next, how far am I willing to go for the right home? That's right. So I have a saying that I teach all my agents here on our team. If it's priced right and dressed right, it's going to go very, very quickly. So if it looks pretty and it's in a competitive price, it's going to go quickly. And in our market right now, it's going to go for at least list price, if not for 10, 20, $30,000 more, depending upon its price point, right? Um, so you have to kind of wrap your mind around it. If I see something for 500,000 and it's the perfect condo or it's the perfect house, how much more are you willing to go up to in order to procure that? Does it make financial sense? Does it make emotional sense? Is it still gonna meet your needs if you go up to that? Be mentally prepared that you're gonna to have to go in swinging to get some of these things and that you probably will have to offer on multiple property. As I just said to a buyer today, resilience is the thing that's winning in this market. Number four, understanding competition in a seller's market. Yes, we're in a seller's market. It was five years ago. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd have tons of condos, some, at least a handful of single family homes that meet your criteria. We could pick and choose, kind of have some leverage. In a seller's market, we don't have any leverage. Now, a little bit. We don't have a whole lot of leverage until we are under contract, okay? What are some key things that you need to keep in, in your mind when going in for these? Well, first and foremost is speed. If you see something come up, don't be afraid to put something in as something as in an offer, sight unseen, meaning you haven't seen it. Maybe just based on its virtual tour, maybe your agent went through and did a virtual tour with you via Zoom or whatever, uh, FaceTime, right, if you got Apple. Uh, but make sure that you get into that. Okay. If you're a little worried that, Hey, I never put eyes on it. I'm not sure if this is going to be the right thing for you. Is it worth it for you to come back maybe seven, 10 days after an accepted offer to go walk through it after and at least see it during its inspection period. So you only have to spend so much on your inspections, but you can still get out and get your earnest money back. Or is it worth competing with everybody else and having to go 10 to $15,000 over speed with the correct offer? may actually alleviate you from actually having to compete with other buyers, which would be amazing, right? So first and foremost, I say speed. Try to get something in, try to get that emotional pull from the seller, and you may not have to compete at all. Next, know that it is gonna be multiple offers, and we don't get to know what any of those offers are, typically. I always ask, but they laugh at me. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a running joke at this point. Uh, but when it comes into multiple offers, know that you have to put your, your best foot forward. Be ready again to come out swinging and, and to, if you really want it, you have to be competitive with that. And hopefully your real estate agent will give you the right, uh, the right knowledge based on the market when you are looking to purchase of what that's going to take. Okay. 
again, like I said before, sight unseen. You also will have to look at that, even if you're gonna rent. Most people renting have to find something online and go, yeah, I'll sign a lease right now or, or something like that. Uh, sight unseen could also be if you're doing a virtual tour, right? You never got to feel what the property or the condo or anything like that felt like. So expect that there, you might be putting an offer sight unseen. A lot of people are right now. And last but not least, know when a seller's market is buyer, you don't have a whole lot of leverage. There's a lack of leverage. But I can tell you that the objective, at least for our buyers, is to at least get you under contract. If you can get under contract in this market, then once you once you are, then you as the buyer finally have some leverage against the seller, okay? And then you can kind of manipulate over time. I hate saying that, but that's the reality of the market is that, hey, we'll go in with this, but just know that we may have to change some things to actually get to closing. Know that we may not win on certain things. You may not get everything that you want to be fixed after your inspection to go, hey, there's 50 things on here. You may only get a handful of those fixed, or maybe you get none of them fixed, but at least you'll get the property. And right now, timing in this market, the interest rates are rising. So over time, how long are you gonna own this asset? Uh, repairs that you would have just went, no, I don't wanna deal with that. So think about that. Last but not least, number five, talk to a real estate professional. Please, that's what we're here for, right? <laughs> Please, here's some things that you'll want to know. There's three things that a real estate agent should be doing for you. First, you wanna find somebody that knows the market, okay? Make sure you find somebody that does a good amount of transactions. You can look at different resources online. You can check out Zillow, realtor.com I believe has that, or simply just ask them, hey, how many sales did you do in the last year, right? And that way that person's going to know the market. If they're brand new, maybe they have a brokerage or a team that they work for, and you can ask them that, hey, who else am I getting with this deal? <laughs> Who's, how much knowledge am I getting? On our team, we've got everybody here to include myself to make sure you guys are taken care of. That's all we got for today. To learn more about Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check them out and subscribe to their YouTube channel, Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. If you are thinking about moving, relocating, or investing in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, or anywhere between Pensacola and Panama City Beach, make sure to give them a call, send them a text, or email, because they have your back when moving to the Emerald Coast of Florida.